Welcome to the Be That Healing Girl podcast. And today's episode is all about what is a healthy amount of communication. And if you're listening, I did bunny ears with healthy amount. And if you're watching, you can see that. But this was a question that back in the day when I used to be anxiously attached and was dating my then boyfriend, now husband, who was avoidant, this was a constant thought on my mind about what is actually healthy and what's right and what can we do. So if you're a girly that is anxiously attached, has relationship anxiety, and you're spending a lot of brain calories worrying or stressing out about what's healthy, you're doing the, the mental jujitsu, I feel like it is. It's so exhausting. Then this episode is for you because we're going to talk all about, okay, what's behind this question and what's really going on with what is a healthy amount of communication, all right? And also, when you go back and listen to the episodes from the very beginning, the very first episode will tie nicely into this episode, which is all about if he hasn't texted. So check that out. And by the way, all five of those episodes, those very first five episodes, they tie together really well. I did that on purpose so you can binge all five of them and really get an understanding about what I believe you can do and what I've seen work in myself with my one-on-one clients and my programs to actually heal this worry and overthinking and stressing out and just constantly worrying about your relationship. So check those out. And if you're new here, I'm Claire, your host, and I love helping overachieving girlies who are anxious in their relationships to be as successful and at peace in their relationships as they are with their careers and their external life. Because I know if you're here and you're listening, you're watching that you are a go you're a goal getter, all right? I there's no doubt in my mind that you are a high achiever. You know how to GSD, get it done, and you can just do whatever you put your mind to, quite honestly. And there is something about that quality of person that is usually struggles on a deep, deep level with knowing what to do in relationships, but then there's this part of you that can't you can't help yourself. And if that's you, you're in the right place. And let's dive in. So by the way, I do have some notes, but I just feel like this is going to be a blackout riff. Uh, that's just my feeling on it. So um, be patient with me as I just kind of let you just get the download that I'm getting. Because I, I had this question on my TikTok and Instagram. I made a video on it and I just felt like, wow, this is this is just so deep around what I believe and what is going on in our brains and in our mindset when we have this question and this quandary around, okay, what's a healthy amount of communication? So this is just my my deeper download around what's really going on here. And so the first thing that came up for me when I saw this question is, what are you trying to judge? Like, what are you trying to judge or make right or make wrong? And typically, when I would look at my boyfriend, then then boyfriend, now husband, Craig, let's give him a name. His name is Craig. I'm married to Craig. And basically, this was a constant struggle. And it didn't honestly start with him because when I looked at, okay, what's healthy? And, and, and by the way, I used to feel like what was healthy was what made me feel good. And that was actually the thing looking back now that that's that's not true. That 
healthy sometimes does not feel good. And think about it this way. If you are eating McDonald's a lot, and by the way, I have family members that do this. They eat McDonald's and then they get faced with the opportunity to eat a healthy meal. That doesn't feel good. They don't like it. The healthy thing that they like tastes bad. So when I was looking back at, okay, well, what's healthy? I was basing it on what made me feel good and eating McDonald's will inherently might make taste good in the moment because who doesn't love a good French fry from McDonald's? But long term, it actually isn't healthy for you. So when even when I was dating, but way back in the day, when I was just playing the field and dating multiple people, there were definitely guys like on my on my little inner circle that I was dating and talking to that were great at texting. I mean, so good. They would text, good morning, babe, and, you know, have, you'd have these light conversations. And in, at the time, in my mind, I'm like, oh, this is good. Like, they like me. They're texting me all the time. They like me. And the reality was, when it came down to it, when I would spend time with them, they treated me like absolute crap. Like, when it came down to the brass tacks, they were not good. They were not really nice to me. It felt good that they were texting me, but then, as I have matured, I'm realizing, oh, they probably were texting good morning to five other women. In fact, I went on a, like a, I went to a wedding and I brought a guy that was great at texting. Like everything was checking out. If you watch my other episodes, he was six foot, six pack abs, six figure job. I mean, he was it. Great at texting. Horrible, 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 horrible experience. Okay. We were at this wedding. We had a he, he got us a hotel at the Hyatt with his points. And I remember like, okay, like we're here. We're in person. Like he was long distance and thinking, oh, wow, this is going to be so great. And he I saw somebody texting him on his phone and I was just happened to be there, by the way. I'm not bragging about this, but I needed to see this lesson. Oh, my gosh, he's with me. He's so he's been so good texting me and he's texting literally another person woman while he's on this trip with me and so I just want to say again just think and consider what is healthy what feels good in the moment may not be actually what's healthy for you long term all right because the reality was yes they were satisfying this part of me there was a part of me that was not healed that liked getting all these texts that liked this kind of shallow form of communication. And when it came to the real deal in the relationship, he was they he was not there for me. Those guys that were great at texting, I'm not saying this is the case for all guys who are great at texting, but it, I'm more just trying to share that it was my perception around the texting that needed to shift. That just because they're great at texting doesn't actually mean they like me. And that doesn't mean that they are good for me. It doesn't mean that it's healthy. Okay? So take it from me that and, and really get curious about what do you perceive as healthy. And because honestly, that can mean very different things. And that leads me to my second point. Because when you ask a question, what is healthy – right? Healthy can mean very different things for very different people. And I'll just talk about me and my husband as an example, all right? And I inherently have a very different energy than my husband. I would say, well, first of all, I'm a Sagittarius, which is a fire sign. He's a Capricorn, which is an earth sign. If you're into that, you're not into it, that's fine. 
another easy way to say that is I'm extroverted. Hello. Have you seen my social media? I'm sure you have. And he, my husband is introverted. Okay. It just inherently those energies, no one is right and nobody is wrong. We are just different. Okay. And so what feels good for me and what feels good for him as far as communication and our general and overall communication styles, communication, like what are words, word salad. But we have very different approaches and what is healthy for me and what is healthy for him are two different things because we are different people. And so when it comes to the question, well, what's healthy for the communication for both of you? First of all, communication, hands down is necessary and needs to be healthy in a relationship, all right? And what I'm trying to share is how how much. I mean, that can vary very much for myself and very much for my husband. My husband, like, he is a man of few words. They're powerful, but he is not into texting all day, right? When I am dysregulated, meaning I am my nervous system is kind of jacked. I'm feeling amped. I'm not regulated and feeling calm in my body, in myself. Then I tend to ramp up. If you've seen my seen my TikToks or my videos, yeah, I mean, even my podcast is a very different energy. I have a different vibe here on the podcast than I do on my shorter form videos. And by the way, even that, there's nothing wrong with going a little faster in a video versus how I'm talking to you here right now in a podcast. There's no right or wrong. It's just the context that matters. So, and the context of my relationship, I'm more extroverted, he's more introverted. And so this is where I think some of us get this like just totally jacked up and wrong where you maybe you are a kind of girl that wants more communication and you see somebody who is inherently different and you try to make it right or wrong and you're right he's wrong or am I doing or you're wrong and he's right and the reality is just that kind of thinking that kind of right wrong heaven hell black white absolute thinking is going to really hurt you in relationships because that's just that that's just not going to work where somebody's right or somebody's wrong or you're better and he's worse they're worse it, it that's just you're not really actually going to have a relationship that feels good based on that kind of mindset so when you ask well what's healthy that isn't the question that i would really sit with and because what's healthy and what feels good for you is going to feel different for that other person all right now, the other point here that I want to make is you really want to focus on the quality, the quality of the conversation and not the quantity. And so when I hear that question, this was a question that was in a comment, I was like, hmm, like what? Like there's, there's more to this, okay? Because if you are somebody who values quality and values, dro- I call it dropping in, basically you're heart to heart with somebody, not physically, but you are really in a space where you are deeply listening and can hold space for somebody and can be there in a in a heartfelt way and have a quality conversation, then that might by far is way more important than how many times you talk to somebody. And I'll go back to that first example with the guys. Yeah, they were texting me a lot like, what are you doing? Like, oh, what's for dinner? Like all these questions that honestly were very shallow, 
but fed something inside of me that didn't need to be fed. Okay, like seriously, it was junk food. And yeah, a French fry here and there, great. We all love French fries. But every day, this this lack of substance, because again, just think about would you rather have a five-course French meal or Italian meal, doesn't matter, whatever, you know, special, in-depth, by a chef, cooked meal, would you prefer or would you prefer junk food, right? And by the way, nothing's right or wrong. There's nothing wrong with having a French fry a time to time. There's nothing wrong with having a surface level conversation, but like, where are you actually feeling nourished? Where are you feeling nourished? And the, the quality versus quantity conversation translates so well to food, right? Like, yeah, of course, French fry here and there, not bad, but we want quality. You want quality, all right? I know that. You desire quality. And so don't let yourself be deceived with these surface level conversations that, okay, he texted me five times today. That means that he likes me. No, it doesn't. No, it does not. And, and they, are, they might be correlated, but they're not, it's not caused by that, right? There might be some correlation with somebody texting a lot. Maybe they like you, but they're not, it's not a causation, all right? So are you looking for high quality, high quality conversation? And uh, because that is what I believe dictates the health, the overall health of your relationship more than the quantity. So really start to ask yourself when you're when you're sitting with a question, well, what's a healthy amount? That's what I would consider. Now, the last piece that I think is really important when you're sitting with a question, okay, what is a healthy amount? How do I know? And are, are you know, are you're, you're sitting with this? I, I don't know if it's enough. You want to really tap into how you how much you trust yourself, all right? How much do you actually trust to know what is healthy for you? Because here's what I, I tend to think and the vibe that I get when people ask these questions. They're asking and leaving a comment because you want me to tell you how much or how little, okay? You're asking an external source to tell you what feels good and what's right or wrong. And that is a very, very slippery slope. That is another pattern of anxious attachment and relationship anxiety that goes really, really deep where you are looking for validation from somebody, somebody else, whether it's me, whether it's a friend, a family member, you're looking for somebody else to tell you what is healthy. Again, this is not where you want to go, where you're looking for somebody to tell you what's healthy because ultimately, truthfully, you're the only one that knows. And and I'll, I'll even just say this. Back in the day when I was having texting with other guys, I could feel when I if I when I look back, I could actually feel in my body and in my gut and in my instincts that whether this guy liked me or not. I'll be honest. And I looking back, part of that pattern and that conditioning, there was a reason I was in the pattern in the cycle with certain men because I it was I it was like an addiction. It was what I knew and it was my comfort zone. So just get curious. The deeper question of, you know, how much and what is healthy, what's actually going on underneath and what is your pattern here? 
What is what is being replicated because it's not repaired? And that's just the truth with any relationship. We repeat what we do not repair. So if you are asking, okay, how much is healthy communication? Like what is a healthy amount? I want you to get really curious about what is the communication with yourself? Because I know this for sure. No amount of communication from a guy, a person that you're dating is going to be enough if your own internal conversation with yourself is unhealthy, okay? I will say this again because it, it, you really want this to land. No amount of texting, no amount of communication, no amount of phone calls, no amount of FaceTimes is going to actually make you feel good if your own internal dialogue with yourself and how you talk to yourself is unhealthy, period. I hate to break that to you, but that's the truth. And that is the deeper pattern and that's the deeper conditioning that you want to look at. How, be honest, how are you actually talking to yourself? What is your internal dialogue like? Is it patient, kind, gracious, accepting with yourself? Or is it critical? Is it perfectionistic? Is it harsh, right? Is it demanding? Is it never good enough, right? When you achieve something in your mind or you do something, is it really ever enough? Because that, my friends, girlfriend, you got to look at that. Again, if, if you are trying to determine what's a healthy amount of communication, but you are not communicating well with yourself, that's, those energies do not match. That is like, that is like to the two ends of batteries that don't, like, you're not going to get a charge because you are the energy number one, first and foremost, that is attracting that. So this was a really hard pill for me to swallow too, that my relationships, your relationships, our relationships are a mirror. They're a mirror for us to explore where we need to heal. So that's a bigger conversation. And I am really excited because my program, The Confidence Code, where we look at those patterns, those exact patterns of overthinking, of worrying, of being in your head, of feeling anxious. Those are really, those go deep. I'll be honest, those go so, so deep. And this process that I do in my group program, The Confidence Code, is the exact process that I use my one-on-one clients, all right? And it's a small group. It's intimate. We're going to dive deep. We're going to go through the process. If you have been considering coaching with me and you've wanted to work together, this is very accessible. And it's we're going to go through the exact process that I use with my one-on-one clients. Or if you want more hands-on support, because everybody's process is different. We all have different circumstances. We all have different ways that we created conditioning. Then one-on-one coaching might be for you. So more details on that coming soon. And it would mean so, so much if you've got anything from this episode, from this podcast. I would love, it would help so much in the rankings. And also just like makes me feel good to know that you like the episodes and you like the podcast, leave a five-star review. If you're on Apple Podcasts, leave a comment and a, a review. Just type it out. Be so awesome. And I love and care about you so, so much. Please, please value quality over quantity and work on trusting yourself. I believe in you. You've got this. Mwah.